Welcome to the Living Room Podcast. The Living Room is the college ministry at Buckhead Church in Atlanta, Georgia. For more information, you can check out the Living Room ATL on Instagram. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy this talk. Merry Christmas again, TLR family, if we've never gotten the opportunity to meet. My name is Matt, and I get to lead the living room here at Buckhead Church. And once again, so excited and honored that you're tuning in with us tonight. And hey, 2020, this year has been challenging, has it not? But for me, as I reflect back on this year, on 2020, I think one of the things that I'm most grateful for is the fact that I've gotten to spend so much extra quality time with my family. And for those of you who don't know, um, I have a wife named Anne. I have a daughter named Willow. And as of a few weeks ago, we just announced and made public that we are expecting another daughter on the way coming in June of 2021, which we're really, really excited about. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, super pumped. Thank y'all for that. And I think, you know, I, I wanna be honest with you. I love spending quality time with my wife, Anne. Like, don't get me wrong. It's one of my favorite things in the world to get to do, but In this season, 2020, I I think I've really, really loved the extra quality time that I've gotten to spend with my daughter, Willow. You see, Willow just turned two a couple of months ago, and so she's in the season of life right now where everything is new to her, everything is exciting. She's growing in so many different ways. She's learning so many new things constantly. Like 95% of the time right now, spending time with Willow is an absolute joy. Like she's happy, she's funny, she's saying funny new things, she's asking me to come play with her, she's constantly saying, chase me, daddy, chase me, daddy. But then there's the other 5% of the time (laughs) where Willow puts her ability to be pleasant on pause for just a moment, if you know what I'm talking about. And in these moments, she becomes highly irritable, she becomes easily frustrated. Um, Overall, she's consistently very upset with you, no matter what you try to do. And, and I think the message that she really is trying her best to communicate to me or anyone else who's really near her within you know, five feet of her is, hey, just get out of my way. Just, just please get out of my way. And I've realized in this season, getting to spend so much extra quality time with Willow, I've realized that these types of moments happen almost every single day around 1.30 in the afternoon. And when these moments come about, when I feel them coming on, I recognize them. I usually walk up to Willow and I'm like, hey, Willow, um, are you a little bit sleepy? Does Willow need to take a good nap? To which she usually responds, yes, Dada, can I please go to my crib and take a nap? No, of course not, that's not what she says. Willow looks back at me and she usually says, no, no. And then progressively, you know, like it gets more and more intense. Like I'm like, come on, come on. And eventually she's like, no. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry I asked. Like, you know, you're right, I'm wrong. I'll take a nap. You just stay out here and do what you need to do. No, of course, we, we, we talk it out, we work it out. But do you know why Willow responds the way she does in these moments? This is, this is not a trick question for you. <laughs> it's because she's tired. At times I would even say it's because she's exhausted. And, and the more mature word for this physical state is she's weary. Willow is feeling weary. And can I just admit to you, there have been more times this year in 2020 than I would like to admit where I have looked at myself in the mirror and I've said, wow, Matt, you really could use a good nap right now. 
because I feel tired, at times even exhausted, and overall, I feel really weary. I feel weary. And if you could rewind back with me just for a second, back to the start of this year, back to January. You remember the start of this year, there was so much excitement around a new year, not just a new year, but a new decade, the 20s, like the roaring 20s were back. Everyone was proclaiming it. There was so much hope for the new year, for the new decade, so much excitement, so many expectations. But then what happened? Well, our expectations collided with our reality. And no matter how hard you tried, no matter what you did, no matter how many like positive thoughts you had or positive new habits you formed in quarantines, it seemed almost inevitable that at some point you were going to become weary. You were just gonna get worn down in, in this year in 2020. There was no way around it. But then the Christmas season rolls in, right? Like it does every single year. And this year, probably way sooner than you expected because everyone's like, hey, 2020 just needs a little bit of Christmas, you know? Like as soon as we can do it, September maybe? I don't know, like October? I'm like one of those people that's like after Thanksgiving, but you know, that's just not how the world works anymore. And so like literally at least by like mid-October, right? Like you start hearing Christmas music everywhere you go. And you probably at some point, whether you remember it or not, have heard the song Silent Night. Maybe recently you've heard it. Maybe you heard it today. I don't know. And you know that line in Silent Night, all is calm. You can sing with me. It's cool. All is bright. Right. That's pretty good, right? Like, Paul, I don't know where you are, but I could, I could sing some background vocals if you need me. Um, but, but, but here's the reality. Do you feel that in this season? Does it actually feel like all is calm and all is bright right now in the midst of 2020, in the midst of this Christmas season? Maybe for you it does, but I think if I'm being honest for me, I don't know that it, it does. In fact, if I could just change the words of that song, I would never actually do that, but if I could just pretend for a second, I think I would change the words in this Christmas season to be something like this. No, 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 all is chaotic and all is bleak. That's kind of more accurately describes how I feel in this Christmas season. All is chaotic, all is bleak. And maybe you can relate. I'd imagine that there's a lot of you tuning in tonight that you feel weary. In fact, maybe you'd be like, Matt, the, the better question is not, am I weary or do I feel weary? The better question is, when have I not felt weary in 2020? Like maybe you feel like this entire year, you've just been trying and trying and trying to pick yourself up, to, to get yourself feeling normal again. And now you are just over it. Like you're ready to turn the page. You're ready for a new year. You're ready for a fresh start. As excited as you were for 2020, you are equally, if not way more excited for 2021 because you believe that maybe there's just some light at the end of the tunnel. It's gotta get better. It can't get any worse, right? And so you just wanna fast forward through everything. In fact, if you could, if you could just snap your fingers, you would fast forward through the Christmas season, bring on January. But I think if we did that, if mentally we allowed ourselves to go there, I think we'd be missing a really, really important, might I say essential part of this year. In fact, I think the true message and meaning of Christmas can be illuminated this year in 2020, maybe more clearly than ever before. 
I think the message of Christmas this year can be put on display in a way we can see the true message and meaning of Christmas this year and Christmas of 2020 in a way maybe like never before. In fact, just for a moment, I want us to journey back to the very first Christmas as recorded in the Gospel of Luke. In Luke chapter one, check this out with me, verse 28. An angel comes to Mary and look at the message the angel brings to Mary. Angel says, greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. And Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. So I wanna give a little bit of context around what was happening here and around what was gonna be happening in the next few months to come. See, Mary is just a teenage girl. And so this angel approaches her and it says she was greatly troubled. Like she was frightened. She's like, who is this? The angel says, you know, do not be afraid. You found favor with God. You're gonna conceive and give birth to a son and his name is gonna be Jesus. But Mary's thinking, hold up, I'm a teenage girl. I'm not yet married to Joseph, my fiance. In fact, there's, there's another really big problem. I'm a virgin. I don't know how this is gonna work out. How am I gonna share this news with everybody? There's absolutely no way, it's not possible. But then when she finally realizes that, no, 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 this is, this is going to happen, I'm sure she's thinking, I'm gonna be judged. Joseph's gonna leave me. My life is, is over. You can imagine the anxiety she must have felt in this moment. But then let's think about Joseph, who's pledged to be married to Mary. Joseph probably receives this news and he's probably like, Mary, what? Like, who have you been with? Who's the guy? <laughs> come on, just tell me, Mary, I can take it. Like, you're making it worse, Mary. Mary, come on, you know, like imagine this fight. This would have been a, a reality TV show, right? Then eventually Joseph realizes, oh man, this is, she's not lying. This is really going to happen. And I'm sure he's thinking, what am I going to do? How are we gonna get through this? And then not long after they find out that a census is happening and everyone has to travel back to their hometown. So Mary and Joseph, while Mary is, is just days away from delivering this baby, they have to make the long journey back to Bethlehem. Probably not a pleasant journey. And then they finally get to Bethlehem, just moments away from Mary delivering this baby, and there's no room for them in the inn. Maybe you know the story. They can't find a place to stay. Can imagine this argument. Joseph, why didn't you call ahead? Did you not get on Airbnb? Nothing, you know? Like, I don't know what they had back in the day. And they end up finding a manger. But come on, it's, it's not the manger that we picture today in 2020. Not this beautiful, picture-perfect manger that you're like, yo, I'd, I'd sleep in that. No, no, no. This manger was where animals lived. Like, this manger would have smelled terrible. This manger was probably not bright at all. It was probably very dark. It was probably not at all calm. They laid Jesus in a feeding trough, literally. You can imagine this moment. But then just moments after Jesus is born, an angel approaches them again and says this in Luke chapter two, verse nine. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Jesus was born in a mess. But his mess, this mess, 
wouldn't prevent the message he came to proclaim from going out to the world. No, it's the message we're talking about here today, thousands of years later. Jesus came to bring good news that would cause great joy for all the people, including you, including you. Jesus was born into a mess to show us that he isn't afraid of ours. And come on, I just need to be honest with you for a second. As I look back on this year, I really did believe, as many of you maybe did as well, that 2020 was going to be the year where I was gonna get all that I wanted, all the things that I'd been working for and hoping for and even praying for. But instead, 2020 has been the year where I've become more grateful than ever for what I already have. Now, do I feel weary? Yeah, absolutely. I think I felt more weary this year in 2020 than any year I can remember. I wonder if, if you feel weary. You know what we typically do when we feel weary? We, we try to do whatever we can do to not feel weary anymore. And we usually look to things like entertainment or money or fun experiences that can get us through the moment or success or even people. And I'm not saying that these are necessarily bad things, but if you're expecting any of these things to meet all of your needs, then you're setting yourself up for your expectations to have a harsh collide with your reality. And this is why the Christmas season can be so challenging, can be so hard for so many people. Because every year when Christmas rolls around, it reminds you that the end of the year is, is approaching that another year has just about come and gone and you're reminded of all of the pain that you've experienced in the past, of all of the pain that you're currently experiencing, of all of your shortcomings, of all of the goals that you made for yourself back in the beginning of this year and, and realizing, man, it's another year where that didn't come to fruition. Is there ever gonna be hope for me? Are things ever gonna get better? Can I get through this? And this is exactly why. The Christmas message, the true meaning and message of Christmas, I believe is more important right now in this season than maybe ever before. So let's just take a look again at what the angel said in Luke chapter two, verse 10. Check this out. Don't miss this. Do not be afraid. Why? Because I bring you good news that will cause great joy for who? For all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born. And this king is like no other. This King Jesus is like no other. He heals the sick. This king strengthens the weak. This king delivers the captive. He restores the broken. This king offers peace in the midst of storms. He is a shelter in times of trouble. He's light in the dark. His goodness is indescribable. His power is incomprehensible. His grace is irresistible. He brings hope to the hopeless and he is the king who will not and cannot be shaken. This king is named Jesus, and he's the reason why we celebrate Christmas. And man, I so badly want you to know him. As I close, I'll share this story with you. It was a couple weeks ago, and I was driving somewhere to run an errand. I'm not sure where I was going, maybe the grocery store or something like that. And 
I'm listening to Christmas music in my car and one of my favorite all-time Christmas songs comes on the radio. It's a song that I've heard literally hundreds of times in my life. I know every single word. And it's a song that many of you know probably very well too. It's, it's Oh Holy Night. And there was a line in the song that, that stuck out to me. And again, a line that I've sung so many times in my life, but for whatever reason, it, it hit me in a different way. And we're not gonna sing this line because I just sang at the beginning of the talk and you probably, well, I know you wanna hear me sing again because you're like, Matt, that was, that was actually really good, you know? Um, but, but I'll just, I won't sing again. I'll just, I'll just leave it be. <laughs> I'm kidding, that's not, I'm not a good singer. Um, but, but it's the line that says, a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. You know it, right? A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. And it hit me, man, I, I feel like, this year, this Christmas season, it's a pretty good description of our world right now. The weary world. But then I thought, why does the weary world rejoice? Like when I feel weary, I, I wanna quit. When I feel weary, I wanna find a way to numb it, to forget about it, to not have to think about it, to not have to go there. When I feel weary, I wanna complain about it. I wanna blame other people for why I'm feeling this way. When I feel weary, I wanna do anything, literally anything but rejoice. Like that's the last thing I wanna do. So why in the world would the weary world rejoice? That doesn't really make any sense, right? But then I thought more on it over the next few days, literally. And I thought to myself, you know why the weary world rejoices? It's because of this thing called hope. And come on, hope is a really, really powerful weapon. Hope is to believe that the future will be better than the past. Hope is to know that while COVID has shaken our world, it has not and will not shake our King. Hope is realizing that no matter what you have done or will do, that you are immensely loved by the God of the universe. Hope is to see that Christmas reminds us of the greatest gift we could ever receive, which is Jesus coming near, coming close to humanity. Hope is when you may feel far from God and you might feel really, really weary, but you can rest assured that God is not at all far from you. And my prayer for every single one of us tonight, for you, my prayer for myself, is that you and I would clearly see the true meaning and message of Christmas. Because when you do, when I do, it offers a thrill of hope, a thrill of hope. And a thrill of hope is exactly why the weary world rejoices. Like the song is in perfect order. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. That's the reason the weary world rejoices because they have seen, they have experienced a thrill of hope. And can I just tell you this? A thrill of hope is not gonna come in the form of the Christmas gift that you're hoping to receive this year. I don't care what it is, a PS5, the Xbox, a new car, whatever it might be. Some of you are like, whoa, Matt, like what are you asking for for Christmas? Chill, man. Like I just want like, you know, like a, a new Instapot or something. That's kind of nice too. Like. I, I don't even know. I want like, I don't know, Pokemon card. What? Okay, anyways, moving on. A thrill of hope is not gonna come in the form of a gift that you wanna receive. It's not gonna come in amazing, beautiful Christmas lights or the perfect Christmas tree or even in your grandma's Christmas cookies, although I'm sure those are amazing. That's not gonna bring you a thrill of hope, truly. 
A thrill of hope is not even necessarily gonna come in spending really great quality of time with your family and friends. I hope you get to experience all of those things in this Christmas season. I don't know if you will, but I hope you do. I hope you get to experience that. That's what makes the Christmas season the Christmas season for so many of us. But honestly, that's not ultimately the thrill of hope that you're looking for. No, 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 the thrill of hope is found in recognizing and realizing that the savior of the world was sent down from heaven and he was born into a body. He was born into a mess and he lived a perfect life here on this earth, experiencing everything you and I experience. And he died on the cross for our sins. He died on the cross for the sins of humanity, but he didn't stay dead. No, three days later, he rose from the grave so that you could, I, and I could have life, not just life here on the earth, but it gets better than that, life eternally. And once you recognize that, once you see that, that is when you experience a true thrill of hope, a thrill of hope that allows you to rejoice no matter what it is that you may be walking through. A thrill of hope is why the weary world rejoices. And so I just believe that there's someone tuning in tonight who right now in this moment, you're realizing maybe for the very first time that you've never truly experienced and received that thrill of hope. That you've been looking for it in a whole lot of different areas and a whole lot of different things and maybe it gave you it for a moment, but it's never fully lasted. You've always been yearning for something more. And I just wanna give you an opportunity tonight, right now in this moment, to receive it, to put your faith and trust in Jesus. You say, well, Matt, how do I do that? Well, you actually don't have to necessarily do anything. You don't have to clean your life up. You don't have to come to church a certain amount of times. No, no, you just simply have to surrender and receive it. You just, Say, Jesus, I wanna put my faith and trust in you. So if that's you tonight, I just wanna invite you right now to, to pray this prayer after me. This prayer doesn't save you. This prayer just solidifies what God is doing on the inside in your heart right now in this moment. But just pray these words. Just say, Heavenly Father, I confess that I am a sinner in desperate need of a savior. I believe that you sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for my sins. And right here in this moment, I'm choosing to place my faith and trust in Jesus's death and resurrection. And I wanna follow Jesus from this day forward, the best way that I know how. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, if you just prayed that prayer for the very first time, I just wanna let you know it's the, it's the greatest decision you could ever make in your life. If you just prayed that prayer, I wanna let you know it doesn't mean that everything right now immediately is gonna get better for you. It doesn't mean that right now you're gonna feel exactly how you wanna feel, but it does mean that you have hope no matter what you might be walking through. It does mean that you have a reason to rejoice. Even if you feel so weary right now, you have a reason to rejoice. It's that thrill of hope that gives a weary world a reason to rejoice because we know that, hey, 
things will get better, even if it's not here in this life, which I believe it will get better here in this life. But even if, even if it's not so, we know that there is a day coming when we take our final breath here on this earth that it won't be a death unto death, but it'll be a death unto life. And one day we'll be gathered together in heaven with all those who have placed their faith and trust in Jesus. And there will be no more pain. There will be no more hurt. There will be no more sickness. There will be no more of that because we will be together with our King Jesus. So if you just placed your faith and trust in Jesus, I want you to know that we are celebrating with you. All of heaven is rejoicing right now. And we would love to celebrate with you. And we would love to know if you put your faith in Jesus. And so right now, I would invite you in the chat to just say, I receive it. Just put those words, those three words, I receive it. What are you receiving? You're receiving Jesus, a thrill of hope. And I'm believing that so many of you right now are putting your faith and trust in Jesus and we are celebrating with you. We're celebrating with you. So Heavenly Father, whew, thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for Christmas. And I'm not speaking about the lights and all the decorations and all of the amazing memories with family and friends, all the gifts, that's all amazing. But God, I'm saying thank you for the fact that Christmas reminds us that you've come close, that you're not far away. And God, thank you for the opportunity tonight to remind ourselves of that, or maybe for the very first time realize that. And God, I pray for Every single person tuning in right now, I pray that this Christmas season would be like no other. I pray that they would experience all the moments that they're hoping to experience with family and friends and loved ones. But God, I pray that even more than that, that this Christmas season, that they would clearly see you, Jesus, and that they would say, you are the thrill of hope that can lead me to rejoice no matter what my circumstances might say. God, we thank you that you are who you say you are and you're gonna do what you say you're gonna do. It's in your mighty name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed the message. If you wanna stay connected, follow us on Instagram at the Living Room ATL. Remember TLR fam, we love you, we're for you and we'll see you next time.